The Will You Grow Show goes live Sundays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. To receive notifications, click the subscribe button beneath this video or visit YouTube's Will You Grow channel to see more shows and videos. And now, here's Will You founder Angelique Meadow with this week's Will You Grow Show. Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? I'm Angelique, founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides education and mentoring to nurture empowerment and joy. Our weekly grow show begins by tackling touchy subjects that'll tickle your tempestuous thoughts, fan your eternal flame, and salve your soul with hope. Halfway through, we'll take a 60-second look at what people have to say about us, and then we'll go hands-on to share tips and tools to begin implementing today's lesson into your life. Here in the studio with me today are our audio aficionado, Ben, and our video, Santa, Neil. Greetings. They help make this show happen while sharing their personal perspectives and colorful commentary. This episode is sponsored by Life and Nature, who keep our hearts beating and our world turning, and by the Carrie Campbell Foundation, which supports creative video content that increases love among all people. Love that. We say thank you to the Carrie Campbell Foundation and to each and every sponsor and donor. We'd also like to thank each and every viewer who hits the subscribe button, hits the like button, and hits the share button today. It helps the channel grow and it makes it easier for new people to find and watch our videos. Now, on to today's episode. Empower yourself with kindness. If you kindly take a back seat to everyone else, this episode is for you. Although self-sacrifice has its place in times of crisis, a life lived without regular regard and support for what's best for us can lead to unfulfilled dreams, misery, and escapism through addictive behaviors. Instead of sacrificing ourselves, if we can foster more joy within through kindness, we'll not only experience the kindness, but it will also radiate out onto everyone else and everything in our world. In today's episode, we'll look at ways for us to become beacons of kindness. First, we can take a look at ourself. Have we been meanies? If we rarely feel joyful, that's a good sign that we may be giving ourselves a heaping dose of the meanies. Joy is an essential element to our mental health and our willingness to live. I'm not talking about the momentary peak of the fore and after play of whatever worldly delicacy in which we choose to partake, but the kind of joy that stays with us indefinitely at some level just because we exist. If we are not joyful about life, or in some way doing what we know will allow us to become more joyful, we are missing the point. Life is meant to be enjoyed, not endured. If our lack of kindness to ourselves and others is getting in the way of our joy, it's gotta go. <laughs> Second, we can take a look at others. Have we ever noticed that the meanest people are also mean to themselves? As we take a look at the most insufferable people we know, they are undoubtedly unkind to those around them. 
And if we find ourselves near them, we may depart so quickly that we may not take notice of how deeply unkind they also are to themselves. Here's something to consider. How worthy do we feel? How worthy do we feel to receive kindness? Do we believe we're worthy of receiving it? The more we can forgive ourselves for the past, the more worthy we will feel to receive. And when we feel worthy, we will be willing to allow ourselves to receive kindness. Said differently, our life will be filled with kindness when we believe that we deserve it. If we've done things that we knew were wrong, judged ourselves, and now believe that we don't deserve kindness, we might watch a previous episode about forgiving ourselves. Kindness dissolves addiction. When we're super kind to ourselves and surround ourselves with others who treat us the same, we are no longer in need to bury ourselves in alcohol, gambling, drugs, affairs, anger, criticism, and other self abuse. Kindness is a very powerful agent of healing and transformation. So be nice. I mean it. <laughs> Kindness needs to go both ways to everyone else and also to ourself. Fundamentally, all of life is equally important. For example, if we have five children, is one less valuable than another? No. We may like one more than the other, but that does not diminish the value of the other. Likewise, life gave birth to all of us, and we are all equally important. That means that we need to be as kind to ourselves as we are to our favorite others. And if we believe in God, then we need to be as kind to ourselves and others as we would be to God since God is within us. As we do unto all, we do unto God, and we are included in that all. Are we kind enough to say no to what we don't want or what isn't best for us? When we surround ourselves with what we don't want, we may blame people, places, and things around us for being unkind and blame them for our suffering. However, are we being unkind to ourselves by staying in that situation? Martyrdom behooves no one. Historically, a martyr was someone who chose to sacrifice their life or face pain and suffering instead of giving up something that they hold sacred. Today, however, a martyr is sometimes described as someone who seems to always be suffering in one way or another. Are we one of those someones? Have we allowed ourselves to suffer a life without kindness from ourselves, as Abraham, a Hebrew patriarch revered within Judaism, Christianity, and Islam said? You cannot get sick enough to help sick people get well, and you cannot get poor enough to help the poor become prosperous. And I'll add, we can't suffer enough to make someone else feel better. When we allow ourselves to suffer, we just add more suffering to the world. 
if we suffer joyfully, that's one thing. <laughs> but if we're suffering our own suffering, we're just adding more suffering into the world. Here's my personal experience. Like many of us, I've been mean to myself without even recognizing it. I learned that I can only be as kind to others as I know how to be to myself. It wasn't until I realized that I was never going to enjoy more free time or a more physically fit body or time to do the things that I love until I changed. I had to learn to be so kind to myself that I made time for those things. I could quit work earlier and work out more often and in ways that I enjoy and set aside time to do things just for fun. These are just my examples and they may not apply to you. Yet most of us can probably think of at least one area of our life where we could be kinder to ourselves. Next, I'll share my experience mentoring others as they learned to become kinder to themselves. In mentoring people to be empowered, I've observed that people have the ability to kick their dead-end habits to the curb as they learn to be truly kind to themselves. As we come to understand that addiction and destructive behaviors stem from a lack of inner loving kindness, it's awesome to watch as clients apply kindness to themselves and create a constructive, kind new reality. I've watched clients apply kindness to themselves and radically improve their state of mind and life. And when they were more joyful, the people in their presence could experience their joy as well. So what does kindness to ourself look like? Let's begin by thinking about the kindest we have ever been to someone else, possibly a pet, family member, or lover. Maybe we installed a cat door just because we knew that Kitty liked the outdoors. Maybe we took mom to dinner at her favorite restaurant because she loved that good meal. Maybe we gave our lover our complete attention and did whatever we could to fulfill his or her wants. Now, how can we treat ourselves more like this? Like someone we love. Like someone who is worthy of kindness and care. If we're ready to start being kinder to ourselves, here are three questions to encourage us. Question number one. What did I love to do as a kid that I don't do much or any of anymore? Whatever it may be, schedule a non-cancelable date with yourself to do this. I guarantee that as soon as you schedule it, you will feel better. If you feel guilty or have a hard time allowing yourself to receive this level of kindness, feel free to watch our previous episode about how to receive more of life's gifts. Question number two, what do I dream of doing or would love to do? Regardless of the reason why we didn't do that dream yet, let's leave the past in the past. So what if we didn't start the dream 10 years ago when we thought that we would? What one small step can we take towards our dream today? 
If we've always wanted to ballroom dance, we can sign up for a group class once a week. Maybe. Can we start watching videos on different dance moves? Can we buy a pair of dance shoes and practice basic steps at home? Can we buy a dress or shirt that we imagine how fun it would be to wear while we're dancing? As Nike promotes... Just do it. <laughs> Question number three. How can I be kinder to myself? Instead of thinking of all the reasons why we can't be kinder, like, I don't have time. The kids' needs are more important than mine, and I have to work. We can ask ourselves this question regularly. How can I be kinder to myself? If we ask ourselves this question at every turn, when we're looking at a restaurant menu, for example, when we're standing in line at a checkout, when we're looking online, watching TV, deciding what to wear, what to eat, what to think, what to say to ourselves and others, and what we'll do tonight, we can start making decisions that are kinder and more considerate of our own feelings and needs, not just everybody else's. We can empower ourselves with kindness. I hope these questions and your answers ignite extra warmth and caring within our hearts and minds. And I hope that each of us continues to grow in knowing our worthiness to receive more of our very own kindness. Because every kind thought and action we give to ourselves helps us feel better and makes the world a better place. And now, let's take a break to see what people have to say. When we come back, we'll talk tips, tools, and elements from Mother Nature to empower ourselves with more kindness. The Will You Grow Show will now take 60 seconds to check in with you. If you're wondering how to apply a Grow Show topic to your life, here's what people say about mentoring with Angelique. I've told so many people about what I'm working on with you, and I, I don't know what we call you. I kind of call you a life coach slash spiritual leader slash friend who's just always there. You just walk with me through um, the progress that I'm making. And the one thing that you really taught me is how important it is to become our own best friend and to stop looking externally for validation and happiness and comfort and safety and find it within myself so that I can be by myself and not freak out. This is your girl. Um, <laughs> Self-care is not selfish. If you really want to dig deep and stop living on the surface, then schedule a conversation with Angelique. And now, back to the Will You Grow show with Will You founder, Angelique Meadow. Welcome back. Before we dive into tips and tools, let's see what the crew has to say about today's topic. Well, it'll be kind. That's <laughs> 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 stupid. Um, hmm. I guess I've always... I've been one of those who, who likes to be kind to others, but not myself. So I'm guilty. So I need to pay real close attention to this topic today. So 
Well, the question is why. I don't know. Why would you pay? No, not not why haven't you? Um, oh, why haven't I? Not why haven't you, but why do you want to? Because you can hear this stuff, mm-hmm. and it makes sense, but you got to give yourself a good reason. Well, why, why do you want to? And something I'm going to pick your brain about, so I want to take care. I want to be kind to my health because I'm not getting any younger, and but my, my belly seems to be getting a little bit bigger, especially during this pandemic. So, growing boy. I am. I'm a growing boy. <laughs> I'm growing leaps and bounds, as they say. <laughs> More leaps than bounds. Um, <laughs> uh, but I want to. I want to discuss the the um, intermittent fasting as a way to be kind to my health. As right, we know, everything else you got to do. You got to walk. You got to exercise. You got to drink water. But I do want to try that because that's something that I have not. Uh, tried, and I've heard you talk about it, and so that's that's one that's some way that I can be kind to my health. Awesome, awesome. That? In a few weeks, we'll have a um, an episode about that. Yes, yes. It'll probably be uh, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... <laughs> I think you killed it. Did I? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. And now, it's metaphysical tool time. We have two healing stones to help implement today's lesson of little things into your life. Ben? The information about today's stones comes from this book, The Book of Stones, by Robert Simmons and Naisha Asham. First up is Thulite. It's a stone of the heart and the heartfelt. It aids one in speaking sincerely and acting generously, without concern for one's vulnerability. It allows one to break through old walls of unhealthy self-protection that isolate one from others. It increases the frequency of spontaneous acts for the good of all, and teaches one to love first and ask questions later. like that line. Thulite strengthens the vibrations of the heart chakra, giving one the opportunity to embrace the heart as the center of one's thought and action. The brain and the heart are in constant dialogue, and the heart looks to the brain for evaluation of situations. If the brain responds to the heart with the affirmation that life is safe and good, the heart's incredible powers of creation and manifestation move to make it so, more so than one may have dreamed. Thulite facilitates this positive dialogue, which can change one's experience of the world. Thulite also harmonizes with all heart chakra stones, especially rose quartz, rhodonite, Morganite, and Dioptase. Moldavite can accelerate Thulite's positive effects. Iolite can enhance one's powers of insight, so one may consciously choose to act in concert with the urgings of the heart. Thulite marries the energies of heart and mind, leading to an enhanced sense of well-being and an enlightened outlook. This ally resonates with the water and wind elements, and its properties reflect its ability to work on the emotional and mental levels. Thulite promotes joy, laughter, and lightness of heart and spirit. Its frequencies tickle the emotional body, allowing one to shake off densities and enjoy a higher emotional vantage point. On a mental level, Thulite enhances one's ability to gain a higher perspective, so that one doesn't become too entrenched in one's emotional experiences. Thulite can help one recognize when one is allowing one's ego to rule one's experiences of life. 
It gently reveals where anger, judgment, conditional approval, and pompousness are getting in the way of seeing the larger, more loving picture of another. Thulite resonates with the heart, throat, and third eye chakras, allowing one to joyfully express one's thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, at the same time one recognizes that these are temporary in passing. It helps one become more emotionally accepting and flexible, so that we can take joy in the sudden turns and twists that one's path may take. Thulite teaches joy in the transience of all difficulty. It lightens the heart, allowing one to act from an enlightened perspective. It teaches us unconditional love and eternal joy. It also helps one release identification with problems and prevents the drama queen syndrome. Neil. <laughs> totally I'm <joking>. sorry. <laughs> it is excellent for those who live in a constant state of disaster and negativity, or for those who simply wish to maintain a more joyful perspective on their circumstances. It's also a healing stone for both the heart and the solar plexus chakras and an affirmation with Thulite. I listen to the voice of my heart moving ever more deeply into love and joy. Ooh, that sounds That's fantastic. And how do you spell that, Neil, if people want to look Thulite. at it? Thulite. T-H-U-L-I-T-E. Perfect. Sounds like a stone that How do you spell relief? T-H-U-L-I-T-E. <laughs> nice. And we have a second stone, Ben. Would you like to tell us about That's that true. one? This one is a more vibrant pink, if I do say so myself. Kind of oh, yeah. rosy neon situation over here. Pink tourmaline. Pink tourmaline supports emotional healing in the activation of the heart chakra. So similar to the last one. It stimulates feelings of joy, happiness, and relaxation. Due to its high lithium content, it is a powerful calming stone that can calm the emotions and the physical body. It is a partner to black tourmaline in relieving stress and diffusing worry or obsessive behavior. In meditation, pink tourmaline can aid in clearing and purifying the emotional body. It helps identify emotional patterns no longer aligned with one's spiritual growth and can assist in changing these patterns to reflect higher approaches to relationship and communication. Pink tourmaline is an excellent stone for children, particularly the spiritually sensitive indigos, because it provides a centering, calming energy that can assist them in considering consequences and karma before taking action. Useful. Pink tourmaline activates the high heart center and one's ability to surrender to love. It helps one find strength and vulnerability and feel joy in all of your learning experiences. Pink tourmaline is a powerful emotional balancer and cleanser. It is one of the strongest stones for alleviating stress and the emotional imbalances that can stem from that state. It also helps calm and soothe the heart, assisting with a regular heartbeat and recovery from heart attack. Hmm. It is useful in balancing brain biochemistry to help promote a balanced mental state. And an affirmation for this stone is, my heart is healed and whole, and I radiate the energies of love. Oh, sweet. Well said. And that's T-O-U-R, correct, tourmaline? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yep, T-O-U-R. Like you're touring with Maline. <laughs> T-O-U-R-M-A-L-I-N-E. Perfect. Excellent. And we have a healing animal for today, and Mr. Neil will tell us about that. We do, we do. 
Our healing animal for today is straight out of the hills. <coughs> oh, can't do that. Can't get that high anymore. Uh, is straight out of the hills that are alive with the sound of music. It's a doe, a deer, a female deer. Sing it. Hey, I've done something. Okay. Uh, this information about the deer is from spiritanimal.info. The deer spirit animal brings those connected to it a felt sense of their own inner gentleness and a clear connection with their own innocence. The spirit of the deer can reveal to you a fresh perspective on old issues. You can take advantage of this opportunity to connect with the deer to revise and reverse patterns of thought or behavior that no longer serve you. You can also invoke the power of the deer to guide you in getting accustomed to new surroundings and people. The spirit guide might show up in your life to warn you to trust your instinct. The deer may also show up in your life to encourage you to take some time by yourself in a quiet environment or in nature to rest. It invites you to find peace in silence. Hmm. We all can learn a lot from the silence. We love Bambi and his mother. As Depeche Mode <laughs> sang, enjoy the silence. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And finally, we have a healing flower that sits atop the branches of a tree that's famous in the southern United States. The dogwood. The following information is from the website florgis.com. Dogwoods supply plentiful bursts of white, red, or pink flowers. They are connected to durability and the ability to withstand various challenges in life. Although the dogwood flower is small and delicate looking, it's actually quite tough and can withstand near freezing temperatures. Dogwood flowers can symbolize purity, strength, and affection. Although dogwood flowers are not often given as gifts, you can bring the power of the dogwood into your life by looking up some photos of dogwoods online. Purchasing and planting a dogwood tree in your yard, if you live in appropriate weather zone, <laughs> or you might book a vacation in a log cabin in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee in the month of April to see some real live dogwoods for yourself. So what say ye? Will you learn to be kinder to yourself? I hope you do. You're worth it. Please share your thoughts and feelings in the comments section so we may grow in strength and compassion for one another and for ourselves together. As always, we thank you for watching and sharing time with us together. If you liked today's show, we'd be honored if you'd hit that subscribe button and the bell to receive weekly updates. Hit the like button to let us know that you like what we're doing and hit the share button to share this message with people that you care about. If you feel inspired to give a financial gift to help keep this show coming, click the green will you circle that's located below this video and find the words yes you can at the top, then look to the right to click the donate button. All amounts are respected and appreciated. To see more of our videos, they're also available by clicking that green Will You button below this video, then scrolling down. If you'd like to talk with me about mentoring, feel free to schedule your complimentary conversation at willyougrow.com today, and I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. And for now, we bid you adieu. 
Take excellent care of your very fine self, and we look forward to seeing you next week. And we always have surprise bloopers and things at the end of the show, <laughs> so keep watching. <laughs> and for now, I send you off always, always, always with love from Angelique. For more information about programs offered by Will You, Mentoring with Angelique, and to watch video success stories from clients, explore willyougrow.com. If you or your company are interested in inspiring our mutual audience by sponsoring this or another of our programs, let's talk about it. Boost viewer confidence and trust in your company. Call 1-833-WILL-YOU, then press extension number 6. Make sure to click the subscribe button to get reminders before upcoming shows. Adieu, 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 adieu <laughs> for you and you and you. Right. And our apologies to Dame Julie Andrews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>